This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, bonus episode 40 centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, we review the October 25th show in Roanoke, Virginia at Berglund Performing Arts Center from Weird Al's 2022, The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000 inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000 inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000 inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000 inch Weird Al Podcast. We're in Virginia. VA. We're here. We we had, we had a not too bad of a drive. Um, we had a day off uh, yeah. in Wherever we just were. <laughs> See, I already forgot, Dave. <laughs> so, yeah, so we we had, when we booked this uh, whole little road trip to end, uh, you know, we decided to start it with Weird Al's birthday in, you know, Raleigh or Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, then, you know, we were going to work our way back to Carnegie. Well, Roanoke, Virginia was along the way. And uh, we decided we should go to it, even though we... None of us really <laughs> knew anything about Roanoke, Virginia, and probably still know very little about Roanoke, Virginia. I, I know nothing <laughs> except one thing from the hotel that I'm sure we'll talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about um, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think you said it on the last episode, but um, I don't think I, I would have gone to the show tonight or the the one in North Carolina had it not been for Al's birthday. Yeah, <laughs> I the, probably would have just done Pittsburgh, Philly, uh, New York. But um, yes, I, I think I agree with you on that one, and, and no, that's nothing against North Carolina or Virginia. It's just that that's not really in our normal, our normal, you know, touring range, range yeah. that we go to, yeah. right? So the, we would they would have to have been special trips, and because we had seen so many others, I don't know that at that we would have added those. But thankfully, Weird Al was born, so we were able to <laughs> uh, to see the shows in Raleigh and tonight in Roanoke. So we're excited to tell you all about Roanoke. Yeah, but before we get there, um, I guess let's uh, we'll get you there. Uh, <laughs> we did a couple weird Al related things. Well, I do between... want I do want to mention something about Raleigh. Uh, Raleigh uh, is that uh, I forgot to mention this on the last episode, but that was my first concert I've ever seen in North Carolina. Wow, Dave, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's it's pretty cool. You know, I. I, I I okay. <laughs> I like anytime I see a concert for the first time in a different state. I like to I like to note that. So North Carolina, it was all right. Wanted to point that out. Forgot to mention it last time, and all the excitement noted. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, it. it uh, I haven't seen as many shows as you have, so it'll it'll become more special uh, as I as I continue to further down the path. Yeah, my, my, and uh, my, the show in Raleigh was. Show number 220 for me lifetime, and tonight in Roanoke, show number 221. I think that puts me in probably third place on the uh, list of people. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I understand that, uh, well, Jeremy, we all know, his, his, he's over 400 at this point. He's he may be over 500. He may be over 600 by now. Who knows? <laughs> he's, he's way up there. And when we ran into Fred in Raleigh, I think she said she was around 250 or so. Around there, yeah. Yeah, somewhere I didn't forget the exact number, but so... Uh, uh, there we go. I You're think, definitely uh, up there, Dave. I'm up there. I'm up there. Unless somebody else is listening here and has gotten more than myself, Fred, or Jeremy, I think that puts us in. Uh, wow. In 
in one, two, and three order. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, it would be cool if there was like a website to track that <laughs> for everyone, you know? We should do that. We should, we should make, get our intern Frank to yeah, get on Yeah, Frank that. should do that. Um, Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> when, before we get to uh, between the two shows, I know there were a few things we wanted to mention about the show um, that we forgot to mention. Uh, you mentioned being in North Carolina for the first time yep. for a show. Um, one thing I forgot to mention was um, I was wearing the T-shirt from the original uh, Vanity Tour, which is, you know, Weird Al on the front with the doing the hand thing and then the uh, orange text on the back. You know, mm-hmm. spelling out the official full name of the tour. Right. And two different people stopped me and were like, where did you get that shirt? And I'm like, I, I bought it at a Weird Al show. <laughs> and one person uh, who came up to me, because uh, I was sitting in the front row and I had that shirt, they asked, uh, do you work for Weird Al? Is that how you got that special shirt wow. and that special seat? I was like, I wish. <laughs> but no. <laughs> so Wow. Uh, Pretty unique. Um, ah, I was wearing the uh, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo shirt that you got me, the architecture <laughs> shirt, and exactly zero people commented on it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> at least at least at that time, and when I put it online, I put a picture online, or I guess Frank put a picture online of us uh, and uh, a couple of our our true fans on uh, group.2000inch.com commented on it. Oh, cool. Appreciated it. Oh, very cool. I'll have to look for that. Um well, so then yesterday, the day after yep. our um, North Carolina show, um, I had to work just regular nine to five shift uh, that I did from my hotel room. <laughs> and um, yeah, so, what did you do? So Jackie and I, we had a uh, we had a little well, not not a big big adventure, but we did go on an adventure. All right, go for it, Ethan. Coke Here. Zero Solo. I was going to say something. Usually, we usually save this for the end of the show, but <laughs> I can see that people are getting antsy. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So Jackie and I had a little had a time uh, had some time off or had the day off. So uh, we decided. Well, Jackie, uh, she has model horse friends, Briar, you know, Briar horses. Uh, she's totally into that. She's got a podcast all about it. If you haven't heard us talk about it, it's called Mares in Black, maresinblack.com. dot com, and. Uh, She's got a. She knows quite a few uh, people around everywhere we go. So uh, some of her uh, plastic horse friends, and and they say that they're friends that collect plastic horses. Are not actually people that are, or not actually friends that are plastic horses. Uh, got together and uh, they decided on to go out to lunch, and I joined them because uh, it sounded like it'd be a fun place. It was a pan Asian restaurant, and it was called Lulu Bang Bang. Wow. So it reminded me instantly. You sure it wasn't a strip club? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, It was uh, certainly, a, in my mind, it was a reference to Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure it had a lot to do with that. And there was a Comedy Bang Bang reference at the show tonight, which I'm sure we'll get to. I don't know if you caught that. I don't know if I did either. All right. We'll see. <laughs> So we did that. Uh, it was great lunch. I had uh, it was I had some Thai food. It was it was actually a really good place. It's in I think it's in Durham, North Carolina. If any of our listeners are in that area and want to check that out, I, I recommend it. And uh, afterwards, uh, 
since we were in Durham, we decided we were going to walk around uh, the Sarah P. Duke Gardens, which is on Duke University. And it's a giant garden with a whole bunch of like plants and walking trails. And, and it's really a really a nice, nice place. Very pretty. Very pretty. Uh, and uh, there is one Weird Al reference that I, I came across. I was surprised I would actually find a Weird Al reference. But I, of course I did. There's a plant called a, man, a mangavi plant. And uh, it was labeled bad hair day because if you look at it, it looks like the plant is having a bad hair day. I uh, dubbed that plant Coolio for obvious reasons. Rest in and, peace. Yes, rest in peace, Coolio. And uh, that was uh, that was the only Weird Al reference that I noticed at the uh, Sarah P. Duke Gardens. Again, I think that's <laughs> recommended uh, people in Durham, in or near Durham. It's a nice way to spend a couple. You could spend, you know, as little as, as much time as you want there, but like maybe two hours tops. We spent there, and we, we felt like we saw enough. I'm glad I was working. Yes. You would have hated it. <laughs> I, I would have. I was like, I got to do this because I know Ethan would not want to do this with us. And, ja- and then Jackie was, was up for it. Uh, did I, she like it? Did she enjoy it? I think she did. I think uh, I think she enjoyed it. I think I think I said about two hours was about our limit. And then uh, Jackie, unfortunately, she wasn't feeling too well, so she didn't want to go out to dinner with us. But uh, we did hit another... Sort of Weird Al reference place. Right well, you picked this place, so well, I'll let you talk. Yeah, talk there, about there it. weren't too many options because it was. Uh, I know you got back and you, you took a nap. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah. After our walk, <laughs> we got back and we. I said I'm just take a short power nap, and then hour and a half later, <laughs> I woke up. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I got done with work and immediately passed out, and then I woke up and did some more work. Uh, but then by the time you woke up, Dave, I was definitely pretty hungry. So yeah. most things were closed or closing by like nine o'clock and right. it was eight thirty, so we're like, uh, you know, that's probably not a respectful thing and it's probably not um you know, we probably shouldn't go there. And so I think our options were I narrowed it down to Olive Garden or BJ's brew house. Right. And I was okay with either yeah. of those options. You know, there's stuff there that's fine. But then I happened upon a place called um what was this the Oh Carolina Owl House. And of course, uh Owl House Sounds a lot like Al House. Yes, A L E House. <laughs> so we went to the Weird Al House for dinner. And the Carolina Al House. The Carolina Weird Al House. Um, it's a sports yeah. bar. Um, it was pretty busy. There was like two thousand one inch TVs. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a no, bunch there was of a TVs. bunch of TVs. There's, and, a, there's a TV that was uh, two thousand inches. Yeah, perhaps. Not, probably not quite. Probably but. Not quite, but um, it was, it was yeah, it was, good. Yeah, it was all sports on, and, and yeah, it was okay. I wasn't thrilled with my meal. It was, you know, they had a vegetarian thing in North Carolina, so I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Um, I don't think there was anything else from yeah. there that we need to worry about. No, nope, I think we're. Uh, I think we should. I think. I think that's pretty much it for yesterday. It was a relatively low, low key day, uh, and then this morning we got well. <laughs> We got we got a hotel. We were allowed to check out at noon, so we took full advantage of that. Slept in late. I slept past breakfast. I don't know if you yeah, I did. breakfast. I did too. And then uh, we we got uh, we left it. We checked out at noon. Uh, we knew it'd be a three hour drive to Roanoke, and uh, we were since we both had skipped breakfast and Jackie as well. We uh, decided to go to the Southern traditional place where everyone goes to eat at some point when you're down in the South, <laughs> whether I, you like it or not. <laughs> and I like it, so I don't. I might go there. And uh, this place is uh, for the Weird Al reference. I'm going to call it the Waffle King, but it's actually the Waffle House. 
of course, the world famous <laughs> Waffle House. Everywhere, they're everywhere. Well, yeah, actually, you um, you you sent that to me as an option last night for dinner, uh, and you said Waffle King, but it came through as Waggle King or something, no, did <laughs> or some, some typo, and I was like, Waggle King, that sounds great. Oh, I was uh, going for the Waffle King reference. I thought you'd know it was the Waffle House. Well, since it came up as Waggle, I, it took me <laughs> a second. It? I don't believe that. It I did. Going. <laughs> I Frank Checkar's transcripts on that one. It was either Waggle or or something weird or Wobble House or something, and um, so I I googled. I wonder if there is like a Waffle King, and apparently there was one uh, six hours away that closed um, five years oh, ago. You're right. Oh, intern Frank checked the transcripts, and it and I must have not had. I must have. Uh, I don't know what was going on. <laughs> I typed Waggle King. That's why oh. I should not be allowed to type when I'm hungry. Um, yeah, so, that sounds like a good. No wonder why you're like that. Sounds like a good place. Let's go there. Yeah, Waggle King sounded awesome. <laughs> I would have gone there anyway. I wish there was a Waggle King. I would have gone. I just I don't know what they serve, but I was I was like, yeah, I got to Google this menu of Dave suggesting it, <laughs> and then I realized when Google autocorrected it to waffle. Um, yes, yeah, so we got up early. We we went to the, uh, the the Waffle House and got on the road and uh, got here. Checked in. We had a special activity yep. um, that we'll talk about sure later. We'll talk time. about it's, uh, <laughs> it's a weird hour related activity. And um, we decided to uh, just grab a quick dinner because we're pretty close to the venue and uh, we wanted to be there a little early. But uh, yeah, we, yeah, we are. We are. Five minutes tops from this venue, and uh, and I guess it's probably a good time to talk about uh, about the interesting oh, the hotel, hotel yeah. that we teased. The interesting thing about the hotel that we teased. Earlier. Yeah, a few days ago, uh, Dave and I each got an email from the hotel. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know if it's even worth bringing up, but it basically said, um, <laughs> you know, uh, our hotel is only for guests who are not local to the Roanoke area. So if you live within 50 miles of this hotel, please contact us and we'll kindly cancel your reservation. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that before and it sounded really bizarre. So um, we started looking up reasons why that is. And I guess it's a more common thing than I realized. But um, do you have it there, there Dave? Did I miss anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, there are a couple of things you need to know. Quote, we do not accept guests local to Roanoke and within 50 miles. If this applies to you and your reservation, we will happily assist your group by cancel your reservation free of charge and can recommend a location that can accommodate. I've never seen – I never got a message like that before ever. And I was wondering, Frank, what did – where did you book us? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, like are we staying in like a crack hotel or are there going to be prostitutes and red light district? I told on? Frank not, uh, <laughs> 9 out of 10 stars only. <laughs> so um, not sure, but I guess one of the explanations – we haven't actually asked the front desk. Maybe we should when we check out. Um <laughs> One of the explanations is they don't want people partying. Uh, they don't want people doing drug deals or prostitution. Recording podcasts uh, <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, I don't know. So um, very bizarre, but thankfully... Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> we did not uh, fall into that. And I do want to uh, mention this because I know at least one of our listeners and former 
special guests and former guests of the podcast is really going to like my room number. I got assigned room 420. 420, baby. <laughs> so, and I'm for what, 24? 424. Immediately, immediately, shat, immediately thought, uh, oh, Jackson Scoggins has got to learn about that. <laughs> <laughs> I must have accidentally got their hotel room. Um, so we uh, we grabbed a really quick bite. It's Starbucks. You know, I had no idea. Like, I do not drink coffee. I do not go into Starbucks for any reason. I just have no reason to go in there. But I did not know that they serve food. Yeah, they, that was news to me. The, Jackie it's, and Ethan are, menu, like, are like, oh, there's a Starbucks right there. Let's go. I'm like, I'm kind of hungry. I would rather <laughs> eat food than drink coffee, which I don't drink anyway. And they're like, no, they serve food. I'm like, what? That is news to me. So well, that may food? be news to other people as well. Did you enjoy it? It was... Was all right? Yeah, it was okay. I mean, it was, uh, it was yeah, breakfast it's fast, food. It was, yeah, it's fast it was food. Like it's, a, like yeah. a, I got a bacon something. Cheese sandwich or something like that, bacon egg, cheese, bacon egg, bacon egg and cheese or something like that, and a and a pastry. Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah. it was not whatever my first choice for for dinner, but I guess yeah, I got outvoted, and, and it was fast, and it was directly in the same complex as our. Yeah, hotel. we just could walk there. <laughs> um, so then we headed over to the venue. We're close, but uh, there was a big highway that we would have had to cross, so right. it just made more sense to park. Yep. Uh, so we paid the five bucks. And we parked and took some pictures out front. And uh, I'll tell my story because it's okay. less substantial than yours. <laughs> um, I walked up with my normal Daniel Tiger bag that I've talked about and I bring to every show. And the guy's like, you can't bring that in. And I was like, oh, but I have a plastic bag. Can I put it in that? And he's like, that's a great idea. That's so smart. Yes, you can do that. So I just took out my plastic bag, put all my stuff in the plastic bag, and I walked right in with no issue. How did it work for you guys, Dave? <laughs> well, I probably should have went to the same line that you did because uh, it did not work out as smoothly as yours did. So I was had all my stuff in uh, the from the first tour, or the first vanity tour. They were selling tote bags, the, uh, the vanity tour tote bag. From that, I had all my stuff in there, and inside of that, I have, have everything in a plastic bag because I do know sometimes people they want stuff in plastic bags. But I walk up, and I also have a poster tube. Because I know we were going to pick up posters uh, at the merchandise booth. Uh, uh, Jeremy Samples gave us a heads up that they had posters for the Roanoke show from last time. And uh, and I need one. And you tend to hoard posters. so. And I know Javier and other people needed them. So, so I had a poster <clears throat> tube with me. I brought that in. I bring the poster tube up. And the first thing the guy goes is, is, is that empty? And I said, yes. And he's still staring at me. And I was like. Do you want to look into it? He goes, <laughs> yes. So I open it up, and I don't know if he ever looked into it. He goes, oh, you have a, uh, a tote bag. You can't bring in bags that are larger than 5 by 8 And I said, <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. I said, I have a 5 by 8 plastic bag inside of it. Uh, can, I, can I put my... Can I uh, put my tote bag into that? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 you could do that. Uh, but it has to... So I, was like, so I was like, what is the point of doing that? Because I could still bring my tote bag in. He's like, yeah. I'm like... Okay, so <laughs> so I don't understand why I had to take my take my stuff, my tote bag, shove it into a plastic bag, and then allowed was allowed to bring it in, and uh, in all that that fiasco, um, I don't think he ever bothered checking what was in my bag. 
So, you know, he did not oh, yeah, see they didn't my, check my bag at all. He didn't check my, he checked that I had, you know, my nuclear bomb in there and, and you know, all that other <laughs> illegal stuff. You know, he, did, he didn't ask if I was staying in room 420 for a reason or not. <laughs> so, you know, it, he, so it was a really hassle. And then, uh, so I, I shoved my tote bag inside my plastic bag. And then, meanwhile, Jackie got fly because I had bought her. And if anyone who's seen her every concert she brings this she has a, a, a purse that looks like an accordion it's really it's the coolest thing we i can't be anywhere with her and not see her get a compliment from someone right. on that purse it's so cool and it's not that big of a purse it I really is like she no can, she can maybe fit you know her wallet and a couple things in there, it's but, bulky because it has the decoration right. on it but it's not a big purse and right. i I was surprised that that got flagged. And that got flagged, and she wasn't thrilled about that. And there's no, like, sign, you know, until you get up to the guy who yells at you for having a, a bag that's private. So I didn't she, even see a sign. No, there wasn't. There okay. wasn't. So I don't know if this guy was making stuff up. Whatever. Yeah. So he wouldn't let her in with that. She had to go back to the car, drop that off. And meanwhile, you know, I, I'm like, I had already gotten past the uh, security, so I'm not going to to leave and have to go through that hassle right. again and so i'm waiting uh by the front door not ready to go in because i have her ticket and uh, i want to be kind and wait for her she goes back to the car she drops off her stuff she comes back she walks right up to me bypasses the security line and walks right in <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> with me in the t- so i don't know, you know i don't know if they were doing the security for a show and if this guy just was trying to you know uh yeah, I'm a tough security guard at the Berglund Performing Arts Center, and I'm just going to be as difficult as possible because I can. So I don't know. I wasn't thrilled with the uh, security. I actually wrote in my note, Berglund sucks. It did not start out <laughs> well. And that was going to be my whole review. But uh, <laughs> intern Frank said we can't have 10-second reviews. Well, the, you know, the thing is, if you're going to have a, a really strict bag policy like that, Put it on the event page because people aren't necessarily digging through your website yeah. to find out what your you know stupid and, policy. And is. we're lucky because we we said we're so close, we should just take an Uber. Imagine we took an Uber; she would have no place to put her bag. Yeah, what would she do with the bag? They said there was no bag check. There's nothing. So I don't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't happy. And I imagine there's other people who probably. There were definitely were other people because there are other people who were bringing bags and and they would not let them go past. I I was not. And and didn't make sense that I could have a plastic. I could put my tote bag into a plastic bag, but I could not put my plastic bag into a tote bag. Yep. And I could bring both in. Yep. I just I, stupid. I don't. I don't understand. So this wasn't quite as bad as the security that at uh where was it in Los Angeles, <laughs> L A. Yeah. L A. But Whatever that stupid. Place but this was, was uh, this was ranked this ranked up there as a poor experience. Isn't it? Is, 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 it's up there with uh, maybe not as bad as the Minnesota place. The uh, Minneapolis one. They were pretty bad, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> but they I don't, seem to be kind, I don't like, kind about it. I don't know. I feel like this is, what, my 36th show this tour. And there's, like, three venues that suck. So they're up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so while you were, uh, you know, trying to get in, I just started waiting in line because there was a big line for the merchandise booth. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately, though, I looked over at the VIP check-in. And they had a uh, a stack of strings attached to her stickers, which um, you and Jackie insisted that we do have in our collections. <laughs> but I I, uh, I was very curious about it, and I uh, I trust you guys. So hopefully we do have those. Um, I'm not sure if they were giving them out or, or what, but um, I didn't. I, I imagine they were giving them out, and uh, probably I think just they the were VIPs. the ones that were sold on. Yeah, the, the VIPs. I think they were the ones that were sold on. 
the uh, Strings Attached tour. I think they're ones at the merchandise booth. They probably had extras. Yeah, so uh, interesting just to see that because I haven't uh, noticed that at all, uh, this tour. I mean, um, yeah, I have I mean, I have four of them according to my website. Okay. So uh, if you don't have one, I'm sure I'll I sell do. you one. I'm sure I do. Um, so a couple of unique things at the merch booth. Uh, the Word Crime Notebooks were back. Uh, for ten bucks, they had the lunch boxes for twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim and Steve CDs were there, and the watches were there for thirty bucks. Um, so good selection of some uh, some unique stuff. Still no Bermuda books. Um, oh, those are sold out, so are probably not coming back. <laughs> well, also, well, didn't Bermuda? I don't know if he said this to you or to me, or I don't know where he said this. I think he said it on the podcast he that um, there might be some of the new books appearing at the merch booth at the end of the tour. So I'm still looking for those. Uh, I haven't seen any. Um, so we got our, our posters and, um, then we went over to grab some beverages and, uh, it's always cool when the, the venues go above and beyond and make like a themed drink or a themed menu, which <laughs> is pretty cool. Um, so they had, um, specialty cocktails. One I don't think was Al related, the Mangosteen, uh, but the one that I do think was Al related was called the Yank My Chain which had gin, amaretto, dash of bitters, ginger ale, cherry garnish. And it was 20 bucks. <laughs> that seems like a lot. Yikes. Yeah, Mangosteen. M-A-N-G-O-S-T-E-N. I don't, I'm not seeing a Weird Al reference there, so if anybody can come up with one, let us know. Give us a call, 347-SPATULA, or uh, hit us up on social media. And, or uh, the group but- that2000inch.com, or the official... Discord server. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, they also did have the uh, the Weird Al tour logo and stuff up there, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, so it was cool. Yeah. And uh, they did not have <laughs> did, did not have Coke products, but they did have uh, Diet Pepsi, which we had to go to a different place to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were like, oh, do you have Diet Pepsi? She's like, yeah, but I don't. Like, what? <laughs> She's like, oh, you have to go to a different place. I'm all out of them. So, so I did go to that other place, and I did uh, get... Diet Pepsi, and a little bag of popcorn. Look at you, Dave. Not banana popcorn like you like. Well, uh, when in Rome, you gotta... It was regular, regular, normal butter popcorn. Well, so it was a 7.30 show tonight, which is uh, unique. Um, I should... Yeah, so... uh, Yeah, okay. 7.30. Yeah, so it's a 7.30 show, Ethan. What time does that mean the actual festivities start? I would guess by 7.28, but we were treated with an extra early show. (laughs) 7... 27. I think they did that on purpose. I think so too. I, I think, think so. I'm pretty sure D- JW came out at 727 on purpose as a little Easter egg to us, to us. who are Not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emo came out at 729 and uh, he performed for 30 minutes, leaving the stage at 759 and he was wearing his Harlequin outfit. I saw zero beverage. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, JW, by the way, is sticking with the uh, Emo experience. Emo Phillips exposure. Yes. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, Emo had a few a few new jokes to me. Yeah, in, yeah. In I, 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 I enjoyed it very much. I, I thought, I thought uh, good, he got a decent set. reaction. He, yeah. of course, got a standing ovation, which was yeah. nice. Um, and then it was sort of um, not easy to get up and out because we're kind of in the middle of a, a section. But uh, Yeah, so, so the just... way the, the venue was set up, it was... Uh, 
it was a, an aisle that was going down the middle, but everybody went in on either side. Uh, and then uh, we were probably closer to the middle aisle than we were to the yeah, side. just we slightly. Were on yeah. Steve's side of the stage, and we were row G, I believe. So seven rows so back. Seven rows back, and I, and the seats were like each row was elevated, and there were wide rows. Which, yeah, there was which a I step was, for each row. I thought it was, was nice, nice, so that you're not like trying to, you know. Put you know, move your head around, a person's head in front of you, blocking somebody with a big head or big hat or something. You know, yeah, was uh, so. Yeah, it was. I, 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 as far as you know, the actual venue itself, it was a nice, pretty nice venue. Yeah, it was decent. It was uh, decent. Chairs were fine. Um, um, so nothing much happened on the the break. I don't think. No, I don't recall I anything. No, nothing. Nothing too exciting. I I have uh, eight nineteen. The lights went down. Yep, and uh, the whole band filed out on stage. Well, it was interesting. Well, yeah, the whole band filed out on stage, but Al wasn't out there yet. And Jackie turned to me and she said, oh, are they going to do Fun Zone again? And I said, yeah, it looks like they are. And then Weird Al <laughs> walked out. <laughs> yep. So I was like, oh, I'm wrong. <laughs> and I'm curious if uh, they've done this song first, any of the shows we've been to, but they started with uh, the uh, lounge version of Dare to be Stupid. They did not do it at any of the shows that I'm that I can remember that I was at, but I do have believe they have done it before. I'm sure they have. I but remember hearing. Um, I remember somebody saying that to me, and I'm saying, "Oh, that is cool. I would love to see that." And well, I did. <laughs> so, um, since Al didn't do an intro, what did you call it? I called it by its official name: the Dare to Be Stupid Lounge slash Cha 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 version. Excellent. Um, yeah, I. I um, I have mixed feelings on um, them starting with Dare to be Stupid. I was personally excited, uh, but I don't know that the audience really gave it the reaction that it deserved. <laughs> um, I think, you know, when Al does the buildup of like, oh, this is a song, we're going to recreate it from the first time I ever saw them playing, uh, people's expectations are not that it's going to be Dare to be Stupid. <laughs> so I think it's more more shocking and, and yeah. um, more of a reaction, but it sort of just kind of started in... I didn't really hear people like go like, oh, wow, it's scared to be stupid. It was just sort of just people were like, okay, the song started. Yeah. It seemed kind of like a sleepy, polite audience uh, to <laughs> uh, me. Again, again, and I, I would go, yes, it was a, it was another polite audience, that's for sure. Uh, a lot, I guess, less polite than, than Raleigh. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was, it was, it was, uh, or I guess, yes, less polite, yes. They were, this, the one in uh, Roanoke, I felt, were a little more into it than the one in Raleigh, personally, from my From opinion. my perspective, it was the opposite. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, to go back to the Dare to be Stupid starting off the show, um, was very, I thought it would, I thought it would be cool to see. I'm glad I got to see it, but yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. It, the story certainly, uh, we didn't get a story to start out. It elevates it. It's, it's, it, it sort of, yeah, and, and I look the audience forward to the story. Out, the audience being, missed out yeah. on that story. If this is the only show they're going to, and this is the only or the only show they're going to where they perform there to be stupid, then they the audience missed out on that story. And that story <laughs> is is a cool story to hear. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how it would have worked though. I, I guess he could have came out and just talked, told the story, and then done there to be stupid rather than go right into a song. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think if they're starting with there to be stupid, they did it the right way. Um, hmm. But um, it was interesting. I'm glad I got to, to you know, see it, at least. Um, Steve was not wearing sunglasses uh, when he came out. And Al was wearing a shirt that um, I don't believe I've ever named uh, on the podcast. So 
but he was wearing the same shirt at the world premiere of the Weird the Al Yankovic Story film at the uh, Toronto International Film Festival. Yep. And um, so I officially have named it. Okay. It's called Cactus Joe, because <laughs> okay. there's a bunch of cactuses on it. They're kind of, uh, you know, an ombre effect. Um, but actually, the full name is Cactus Joe or A Horse With No Name. <laughs> I like Cactus Joe. All right. It has no horses on it, so I don't know why well, you're going with a horse with no name. <laughs> but yeah, if anyone see, if anyone saw any pictures from the world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival, which have been published in like every magazine <laughs> or that on the internet, it's that that cool cactus shirt. That really cool cactus. Yeah. I like that shirt a lot. It's like black with like yeah, black a, with like a yellow, orange, uh, orange, yellow, pink cactus. Cactus. Yeah, they're really they're really cool shirt. That's really cool. So I was happy to see that shirt. And yeah, I like your cactus, Joe. I don't know what Joe is, but I like I cactus don't know Joe. <laughs> um, he said, uh, oh, hello, Roanoke. Good to see you. Wait a minute. What? I got to talk a little bit more about Dare to be Stupid. Because well, uh, okay. I want to talk a little bit about, uh, from our seats, now that the band was out there, I could see the entire band. I could actually see. Yeah, I could see Bermuda, Bermuda and Ruben. Ruben very well. I could see the band. Uh, the stage was, there's a black uh a black backdrop on this stage, uh, which there hadn't been in the, the last couple of shows we were at. And uh, I do want to, uh, I, I did uh, enjoy that very much. I thought the lighting was incredible. Uh, the, the purple lights on this song were incredible. And uh, you also, I'm surprised you skipped over this because uh, you always ask me about it. But during this song, did you notice that if there were any volunteers or not? Oh, I volunteered. Oh, look at that. You did. I and guess I forgot to write it down. And you forgot to, did you remember that you lifted your left hand? Yeah. Okay, good. I would have guessed. I wouldn't have been confident, but I would have guessed it was my left hand. <laughs> All right, well, and you were the only volunteer I saw. Okay. So, uh, all right, now you can move on past Dare to be Stupid. Yeah, it wasn't a very participatory audience. Um, no, no, it was not. <laughs> uh, oh, hello, Rono. Good to see you. Give it up for Emo. We love Emo. And then he he uh, did the the bit about um, if you asked him forty years ago, um, six months on a bus, he said, um, "I don't even know. I hope you're aware. Uh, you yeah, know, it's no, yeah, it's no secret that uh, um, what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to make yeah. it known what we're doing on this tour. We did publicity and interviews. Uh, he says I, I check my Twitter after the show every night." And uh, I always see someone who says, uh, he didn't even play Eat It or anything that I knew. And I said, so it's going to be a bunch. Uh, so warning you now, it's a bunch of extremely unpopular songs. Like this one. And <laughs> was it, when did you and I, we, we were talking about it, we should go on Twitter <laughs> after a show and, and write, Eat I can't it. believe he didn't play Eat It. <laughs> we talking about that uh, right before the show started. So, yeah. <laughs> should I we think do it? Maybe it did. <laughs> At, at dinner, uh, I think we might have been talking about it at Starbucks. Should uh, should we we tweet it out live right now? <laughs> if you want to, go for it. All right. Are we tweeting it? Are we having Frank tweet it from our official account, or are we uh, tweeting it from uh, your personal account? Uh, what do you prefer? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, if only we had a coin we could flip. Well, it's technically spoiler. If it uh, comes from the official account. Yeah, I guess so. you should post it from your... Plus, I don't want Frank touching my phone. Yeah, yeah, gross. Then um, you, know, you need a new phone. All right, so I'm uh. going <laughs> to I'm gonna send out a tweet. Uh, uh, at, oh, come on, all Twitter, right. all sorts of crap. All right. At Al Yankovic. 
Mm-hmm. This is uh, making great, great podcast. I'm going to move on. <laughs> we'll keep talking. I got to do okay. my thing. So uh, Weird Al said that you know he's getting a weird energy from the crowd, and he usually saves this for the end. He likes to build up and ramp up to it, but he could tell that people were getting antsy, so uh, he called for a drum solo. Wait. What? Did you skip like ten pages? I said fame came to fame. You did? Yes, I thought I did. Like I don't remember saying Lame Claim to fame. fame. I had stuff to say about oh, Lame Claim to Fame. Stop tweeting and start talking about Lame Claim to Fame. You said to tweet. <laughs> El Yankovic. You could tweet later. How? Well, Al's going to check it now. How <sighs> terrible. I think uh, intern Frank might be editing that out of the podcast. <laughs> uh, so. I noticed during Lane Claim to Fame, they kind of had the UHF. I, I don't know what they're called, but the kind of rectangle lights, I just, I think of as the UHF lights. Um, and it was just sort of like one or two. And then when Al would go to the owie part, they would like swirl around like a, a <laughs> swirling twister, I called it. Mm. Um, so that was, uh, that was Lane Claim to Fame. All right. Well, I already talked about the drum solo. So this was a one-hit drum solo. And, and Al didn't respond. There was no what a guy. It was just... Yeah. They started playing I'll Sue You. That's right. I'll Sue You. And... Uh, I'll Sue You started, and I noticed that Steve had his glasses on. So I don't know when they Yeah, I noticed that, on. too. He, they, uh, he did not start with the glasses, but he added <laughs> them for I'll Sue You. He had them. At least... Uh, now I know the question that you that you like to address for I'll sue you. You, you get very upset about the one lyric about uh, New Jersey sucking. Um, horrible, horrible, horrible lyric. <laughs> Dave, I saw you uh, thumbs down and yep. boo. Yep. Um, well, you saw correctly. I did not participate. You did not. I I decided that your booing was enough. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to cheer. I didn't need to boo. Uh, maybe I was being affected by the audience being maybe. a little apathetic. Uh. <laughs> I do want to mention a couple things uh, about I'll Sue You, besides, you know, that, that awful, um, awful lyric, uh, is that uh, there's a lot of fog on the stage for this particular song. And uh, Ethan, uh, do you play the game Wordle? Very seldom do I play Wordle. Well, this is a spoilerific bonus episode, so I'm going to give a spoiler. Tonight's word on Wordle, or today's word on Wordle, was foggy. F-O-G-G-Y. I'm going to go right now and enter foggy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do that. And uh, and so that word, so that the fog reminded me of foggy. And also when we woke up this morning, uh, uh, Jackie was bringing the luggage out to the car ahead of time. And she said, it is really foggy outside here in, in, in Cary, <laughs> North Carolina. So today's word of the day is fog or foggy. Okay. As sponsored by Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast. It's like Sesame Street. Yes. We have, <laughs> we have a word. We have now a word. It's a drinking game. Every time we say foggy, oh boy. drink a Coke Zero. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I can endorse that. Um, um, so then Al said that uh, Jim Kimo West, uh, he asked for a favor and he never asked for a favor. So Al was inclined to go with it. And, uh, of course, Jim wanted to play the Power G chord over and over for 45 minutes. Yes! <laughs> uh, and it was funny because I, I, maybe this was in the intermission between Emo and Al. This was, yes. Where I you mean. and I were talking and 
I asked you, what song do you definitely want to hear tonight? Yep. If you could pick. And you said, I want to hear um, My Own Eyes. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, I just want to hear Jim do the Power G for 45 minutes. <laughs> and we both got it. We both got our wish. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but while while Jim was, was doing it... Um, he uh, was smiling very, very uh, big. <laughs> he was just yeah, sort of like... Yeah, I Jim was looking around. And he was having a good time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I thought that the, this... Uh, the, we were far enough back that we had really good lights uh, going on. Um, and I, I, I liked it. I liked his lights a lot uh, for this one. I thought, yeah, Jim Jim really sold it with how, how confident and happy he was uh, on this one. What's interesting is as he was playing, and he played for he played the Power G chord for not 45 minutes, but for a decent length, uh, at, at least uh, this woke the audience up a little bit because they were all clapping along for yeah. the, uh, for the uh, Power G chord. And uh, I don't know how to describe this, but uh, during the song... Al was doing what I call wrote down his hand dancing, and it was sort of like he was his his arms were moving up and down, like waving back and you know back and forth during the song, which I thought uh, hmm. I thought was was I thought was uh, I don't remember him seeing him do that before. Uh, I may have just not noticed it before, but I thought that was that looked new to me, or at least it looked like uh, something which I had never told talked about on the podcast before. Uh, yeah, you mentioned how uh, this was the song that you asked me what I was most looking forward to. And I thought that the actual uh, strobe lights in this song uh, really, really translated well up on stage. So I, mm. I liked uh, I liked quite a bit about this uh, this particular song, this particular song. And um, it had been a reason I picked it uh, that I hadn't seen um, hadn't seen it in a while. Uh, the reason I picked it is because I hadn't seen it in a while, and uh, that one. And there was another one that I said I also haven't seen in a while. I also haven't seen Bob in a while. So I guess we'll find out if uh, if I get to see Bob as well. Hmm. And Jackie's a pick of the night. Jackie's not pick of the night. Jackie's uh, song that she wanted to see the most was Nature Child of Hell. So I guess we'll see if that one comes up. Else. And the one I wanted to see the most was uh, your horoscope. Your horoscope today. for today. So we'll see if that came up. All right. Um, and I, I suppose I, I haven't actually written down my pick for Dave's pick of the night. Oh, well, you should do that. Um, <laughs> this is a tough one. This, this is, is a no. This well, is not. Well. A, this is not. There's no obvious one. Okay. Which I I, I think say. that's a fair assessment. There's no obvious one. Um, you said you wanted to hear "Buy Me a Condo," so that you know that I did. Sort, I never. Said or, that. or not "Buy Me a Condo." <laughs> uh, what did you say you wanted to hear? My own, <laughs> My own eyes. eyes. The song we just talked about. AKA Buy Me a Condo <laughs> Part Two. <laughs> um, yeah, this is tough. Uh, this is, there's not a, a very like. It's not like he played Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch podcast theme song. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. All right. Well, you, you can think about it for a while. I'm gonna move on. Uh, as long as you have something written down by the time we get to the Zeb's Amazing theme song, I think we'll be good. <laughs> so uh, Weird Al picked up his accordion, and as he does, every time he picks up his accordion, the crowd goes, woo! I don't know why that particular word, but they do. They yell, woo! And then he said, a few years ago, I got a phone call at about 2.30 in the morning uh, from the president of the music biz, which is a pretty important guy. <laughs> and he said that he was uh, drinking or crying or something. He was very pathetic. Yeah. He must have been dr- drinking and or crying for a while. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, talked about the uh, the hooligans who yeah. were ruining the record industry by uh, downloading music illegally. And uh, Al said to him, don't worry your pretty little head. Oh. And so he recorded and released um, a song, and uh, nobody ever <laughs> illegally downloaded music ever again. <laughs> yeah. Next to the next song, don't download this song. Don't download this song. So a couple of things I want to... <laughs> point out in this song before we get to uh and something i know we're both going to talk about <laughs> is uh i thought, thought so far i was really impressed with the, the set list so far i mean it's, it's i mean the last two shows i were at were i felt the set list is set lists were pretty similar in the kennedy center and the uh show in raleigh uh but this one i saw thought, i was hyped, i was liking the way the set list was uh setting up uh so far um and uh, let's see. Oh, well, where he's talking about breaking the copyright laws or international copyright laws. For some reason, that got a loud cheer from somebody in the audience. So somebody in the audience <laughs> was breaking international copyright laws and was proud and <laughs> yelled about that. And the same thing when he mentioned all the different file sharing sites. You know. Oh like yeah, I did notice somebody someone cheered for that. Cheered that too as well. That was bizarre. That was really bizarre that to get cheers on those two lines from like one person in the audience. Um, I, I know he's done this before, but I loved when uh, when Jim does the line, "You deserve it." He like points at yes, some guy in the I, audience. To put that down, he clearly singled somebody out in the audience and, and gave him a <laughs> screamed, "You deserve it. it!" For somebody, that was a great moment. I've seen him well. do it before. I don't know that he does it every time. Though. I don't know that he does it every so time, I'm, I'm but yeah, sure I've seen that. him do it before. But yes, I definitely definitely uh, noticed it today. Um, and uh, so usually, at least on the past couple shows. That we've been uh, been going to, uh, I don't know where it started, but it started at some point. Is that uh, this song would bring out cell phones and people holding up lighters and swinging their arms back and forth and a whole big audience participation song. And I know you and I took out our cell phones. Jackie took out her cell phone. We 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 turned on the little flashlight on the cell phone and we started waving our arms back and forth. And it didn't catch on. No. I, I saw maybe like three or four other people. Yeah, doing Jackie it. said she saw like two dozen people, maybe. Okay, I didn't turn around yeah. too much, but um, it from, was. I just I want to say lame, lame, lame. Or hooligans! Come on, you're all hooligans. Uh, yeah, how lame? It was. I mean, it was it's, like it's so much fun when everyone does it. Um, I don't know if people are just being polite again. Yeah, uh, they're just too polite here in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, at this point my pen died, so... Uh, oh, really? <laughs> so I have a lot of... Uh, did you write down, my pen died? I did, I wrote pen died. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's how I knew it died. How? <laughs> backup pen? Or? I, I brought a backup oh, pen. Good. I learned that, good. because at some point I wasn't bringing backup pens and my pen died, <laughs> and I had to... Uh, and luckily, fortunately, it was at the end of uh, the show, but this one was towards the beginning of the show, so I'm glad I had a backup pen. Otherwise, this would have been a really short review. Well, so Al said, uh, I don't know if you've heard the rumor that I've got a movie coming out next week. I don't yeah. know if he's ever said coming out next week. I mean, I suppose well, it hasn't always been <laughs> a week away. He probably but, only got like a week, a week, uh, you know, certain, a week uh, window where he can say that. That's true. <laughs> I suppose he could have said it on Sunday's show, but um, he said it's very soon, I think, uh, 
on Sunday, but um, it made me realize that, holy crap, the movie's coming out next week. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it has always seemed like it was months and months away, but nope. it, him saying that made it real to me that next week no. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. So, uh, yeah, so I don't know what else to say about this because I, my pen died. Um, well, so, of course, he talked about the uh, the song that plays over the credits that they wrote. And we did get a little bit of a riff from Jim. And, uh, you know, of course, they couldn't play it because of the NDA. And um, to make up for it, they're going to play the title song from the last movie, of course, UHF. Yes, UHF. Um, <laughs> I think the audience was a little upset about the fake out. <laughs> well, they'll get over it. All right. Maybe they, he would have played it if people actually were waving their um, <laughs> their cell phones. Their cell phones, phones during "Don't Download This Song." Maybe, maybe Al decided, like in the dressing room, like, "All right, well, if they actually are not polite and sleepy tonight, I'll do it." But uh... <laughs> all right. Well, Al asked, and, and I'm surprised at this. Uh, Al said, "You like country music, right?" And Everybody booed. <laughs> I, I, there's not a whole lot of crossover with country and and Weird Al. I mean, maybe I know, but we're in Virginia. I thought that that's at least I know nothing about music. Virginia. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong in my geography, but I thought that was uh, nearing country country music territory. Well, well, uh, but I guess, guess not. not. I guess not. At least not in Roanoke. Well, he said, we've got a, a nice country song for you, and the country is Jamaica. It's a reggae tune, and it was Buy Me a Condo. Buy Me a Condo. Now, this is something that we've never... We Obviously, we have the fingernail lights, but there's the lights that show up during certain songs, yep. and we've never named them, and I thought that this would be a good opportunity to name the lights now that... There's only three more shows left on this leg of the tour. Oh. Um, well, the lights that I saw, I, I could tell you what I call them. Um, well, they're, yes, I, I'm looking at your note, and it's the same note I have. That they're the ones that show up in Craigslist. Yeah. Um, oh, you want to name it beyond Craigslist circle lights? Well, so it's it's a circle, <laughs> and then there's like a bunch of little like uh, particulates mm. inside of it. So it always reminds me of, like, you remember in biology class, like the... Uh, the anatomy of a like a plant cell, or like a leaf cell. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> With like the chlorophyll and the you know cell wall. No, um, but keep going on. So I I, I, I want to see where this goes. I have three potential names. Okay. So that that's one. The other one is the gravel lights, and then the third one is the kaleidoscope lights. So Dave, <laughs> I present these, and I, I'll oh, let you boy. choose. Oh boy. Oh boy! Can we open it up to our listeners? No, you have to decide right now. All right. Well, I, I, out of those three, kaleidoscope is what it looks most like to me. All right, the kaleidoscope lights. It is. Although I just still think I still think I may call them Craigslist circle lights. Could it be the Craigslist kaleidoscope circle lights? Could be. Okay, the That's CKC, the CKC lights. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down, the CKC lights. <laughs> All right, and uh, and I guess everyone get your Coke Zero ready because I'm going to say the stage was foggy. Hello, get those Coke Zeros going. Hold on. All right. Wow. <laughs> It was good timing, Dave. <laughs> Don't say that again. <laughs> um, then we heard that noise, that buzz, that buzz humming sound that is only can mean one thing. If you if you hear it, you immediately <laughs> think of this song, and I will forever now think of Velvet Elvis. Velvet Elvis, 
uh, during Velvet Elvis, I um, I looked at Al's the little table, and only thing I could see was the cowbell. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess we're not getting you know nope. Airline Amy, we're not getting uh, nope. Skipper Dan, we're not getting Nature Trail. Nope. Um, and um, yeah, Velvet Elvis was All a good right, well, one to hear. I gotta. I got a couple comments on this, and you're going to hate me for saying this, but their stage was, again, foggy. Go, go, go. <laughs> Get those drinks ready. And uh, the lights on this, on, on Velvet Elvis are incredible. I always like mm. the lights on that song. Um, there is a, there's a, a lyric in Velvet Elvis called, He Stands So Tall. And uh, I was just wondering, people have told me that uh, they think I'm tall. Mm. I'm just wondering uh, what your opinion is. Do you think I'm tall, Ethan? Um, well, I took a picture of you with that wooden Elvis uh, <laughs> at the fair a few days ago. So I'm going to consult that photo. And it looks like you are taller than wooden Elvis. So based on that, yes, Dave. Okay. I think you're tall. But usually when I see you, like in photos or videos, I always assume that you would be a little bit taller. Gotcha. That's what I was going for. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Long way to set up a joke that only Ethan and I think is funny. Uh, <laughs> but I really appreciated how much uh, Grammy Award winning Jim Kimo West enjoyed playing this song. He looked like he was uh, having a really good time playing this song. Yeah, there's, so, a, there's a lot of good guitar in Velvet Elvis. Yeah, so I, I, so I, so I mean, Jim, a couple times I noticed that he was really getting into the into uh, his playing on this, and that was one of them. I wanted to point that out and give a shout out to Grammy Award winning Jim Kimo West. What a guy. Uh, so then Al started introducing the next song. He said, uh, wrote this next song in 2002, and I went, woo! And someone else started clapping. And, then, and he said, oh, fan of 2002. Oh, we got fans of 2002. <laughs> um, I had to insert something because nobody right, was nobody else reacting. Right. And uh, that's when I saw Al. I, he pulled out a harmonica from somewhere. Yeah, out of his pocket, I think. And uh, that's why I didn't see it on the table. And uh, loud, loud cheers. Loud cheers. People cheers when he started playing the harmonica. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah, he basically went on how he. he uh, right, was palindrome a, year. And palindrome all that. year, and he started writing down palindromes, and eventually he looked at. He started writing a poem. He didn't have any particular song or. Um, artist in mind when he was writing this as he wrote it down. He said, well, I wrote a really uh, thing that doesn't make sense, but somehow does make sense. And uh, he said, I don't know what I wrote. I wrote a Bob Dylan song. <laughs> so the song was Bob. And uh, yeah, loud cheers for whenever, when Weird Al pulled out the accordion and started uh, playing the accordion. And that was another song you wanted to hear. That was. I, I wanted to hear that. I enjoyed it very much. And I have a two things I want to mention here. Uh, I don't know why... It's, well, I'll mention that later, but I do have a trivia question for you. Ooh, okay. Uh, and uh, My eyes are closed in case you have an answer. I right have now. an answer. I wrote it down. I don't know why I wrote it down because I know what the answer is. <laughs> but, okay. uh, but I wrote it down. I'm covering it so you can't see it. Okay, and, my uh, eyes are closed anyway. And I have this uh, question, and I don't know if, it, if our friend UH Jeff, the trivia master, used this one, but he's welcome to use it as long as he gives me credit. And he's welcome <laughs> to use it for a future uh, Jeopardy VIP. But what? other Weird Al song is mentioned in the song Bob. What other Weird Al song is mentioned in the song Bob? Oh boy. Uh, lasagna. Yeah, you got it. You would have got five, <laughs> you would have got 100 points for uh, 
for food-related songs. Go hang a salami. I'm a lasagna hog. Yes, that's... that's the last last line in the song. And hog also is prominently featured in another Weird Al song title. It's not the full (laughs) song title, so lasagna was the answer I was looking for. I would have probably given you partial credit for letting me be your hog. Okay, all right. But uh, I do want to give, because uh, I haven't done this in a while, I do want to give an update. I don't know why now is the important time to do it, but it is. Uh, I wanted to give a Red Rumped Agouti update. We have not reported on Red Rumped Red Rumped Agouti update. Well, there's a new theme song. Red Rumped Agouti update. It is the official Red Rumped Agouti update. There were zero references to Red Rumped Agoutis in tonight's show. And... Any other show. <laughs> <laughs> Every other show on the tour. Da, 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 da. That was a Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, Red Rump to Goody update. <laughs> All right. Can't well, wait to hear the theme song for that one. <laughs> that is the theme song. You just heard it. Um, so uh, Al told a very uh, a story that we've heard before for the next song. Uh, he talked about writing the first song from his third album, Dare to be Stupid. Uh, you know, his girlfriend at the time left him for another guy. And in her words, he's funny. Um, and uh, <laughs> so if uh, if someone abandons you and you're not feeling great, you channel uh, those emotions into song lyrics. Um, you know, you record the song, <laughs> put it on a platinum album, and then buy a house in the Hollywood Hills <laughs> and feel much better. So that's yeah. Al's advice. Uh, and of course, um, one more minute. One more minute's a song. And uh, I know I've pointed this out on the show before, on the podcast before, but uh, for this one, uh, Weird Al will take the microphone off the stand and hold it in his hand. Uh, for this one, I guess he's used to doing that for when he's walk- oh. for when he was walking around. When he used to leave the stage for this song, yeah. walk around the audience um, and have props and all that other fun stuff. I'm wondering uh, if uh, if some of that is uh, creeping back into Al's mind about doing a show where, <laughs> where it's no longer these, quote, unpopular songs. And right. It gets back to the parodies and all that. I, I certainly would, would enjoy that very much. But uh, I do want to uh, point out something else. I know that in the past... Uh, I don't know if this they've ever said this on the record, but maybe they have uh, in certainly in comments. I don't think I think it's pretty much public knowledge that you know one more minute while the band enjoys performing that it's not one of their favorite songs because because Weird Al gets all the attention by going out in the audience and uh, and you know they're up on stage playing, but no one's looking at mm. the stage you know when when they're doing the traditional True. one more minute. So you know they're kind of like eh, it's a, it's just you know it's not doesn't showcase you know it's no one's looking at us you know <laughs> so uh i know a couple band members have commented yeah you know it's it's okay you know <laughs> it's not their favorite song so i'm wondering now that weird al is staying up on the stage mm. uh pouring one more minute if their opinion has changed at all interesting i was just uh, throwing it out there i don't have an answer to that <laughs> I uh, I always love for one more minute where he goes right at the end and spend one more minute and then he pauses and yep. you, you, there's always someone in the audience who goes with like at the wrong time. <laughs> um, was there tonight? Because I, I did. I did hear some guy oh, okay. go with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought this was a really good performance. At one more. Minute. It was a good one more minute. Yes. Um, and then Al said. Uh, well, you know the drum solo reprise, <laughs> and uh, the one thing drum solo reprise. Uh, of course, he did the Bermuda did my drum solo. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and I thought the whole time, you know, from start to finish, 
that John Bermuda Schwartz was hamming it up and cheesing <laughs> it up. He was smiling big. He was really going over the top, and it was really yeah. funny. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think they're getting to the point in the tour where they're just like... <laughs> just letting it all hang out that's just right like, just do what we want to do and just having fun and they know they see the end in sight yep <laughs> so um no no comment or reaction from no Al reaction just went right into doggy dog doggy dog and uh I wrote down absolutely nothing <laughs> oh Dave you wrote something down <laughs> care to share <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I wrote doggy dog and I circled it and then I wrote a dash. <laughs> wow. So I wrote a little bit more than you did, but I have no comments on that. <laughs> it was a fine performance. I really did nothing. Generally, if there's, I have nothing to report, I don't write anything. So, um, song. Apparently, I had a dash to report. Yeah, well, yeah. Maybe I was checking my pen to make sure this pen still <laughs> didn't die yet. I did have a little bit of trouble seeing my notepad tonight. Yeah. Um, so, Al went into the whole spiel. Yeah, he wants to showcase some of. Uh, or this, this uh, tour will showcase uh, some of. Uh, some of the songs, songs that fall between fall, the cracks. Yeah. Uh, this next song is the reason we did the tour. Yep. Critics didn't get it. Um, you know. The best tour. Best song I've. So I feel like it's the best song I've ever done. It's the song he'll be remembered for. Yeah. There's subtext and nuance. And then, of course. Let me be your hog. Let me be your play. hog. And uh, and I'm I'm kind of upset that I forgot to mention that when you asked me what song I wanted to hear because I, that was another one on my list that I would have wanted to hear. Let oh. me be your hog. And I did. You got to hear it. Let me be your hog. That was a great. Was <laughs> and then, of course, it goes right into, and our next song. And our next song is? First World Problems. First World Problems. That was a song I didn't realize I wanted to hear. Really? Um yeah, I just I didn't when we were discussing that I didn't think of it, but yeah. I was really happy to hear it. It's I I feel like I haven't seen it in a few shows or something. <laughs> so it was good to hear and uh it's always fun um watching it's Bermuda and Steve who do the uh the the response parts. Yeah. And I uh, I have uh I don't even have a dash for this one. I have zero notes for this one. <laughs> well, we're on the same page then. Um <laughs> So. And then he said, I think we hit our quota in drum solos. And then there was a boo. And then <laughs> and he said, he's in the union. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, uh, so that was I, a really good in unison. Yeah, that was good. Um, so I think, I think we need to go to harpsichord solo. And so Ruben did the first part of his harpsichord solo. And people started cheering. And he immediately put his hand up, like, stop. Right. And then once it died down, then he did the rest of it. Um, which of course led us right into Melanie. Melanie. <laughs> and and uh, the past couple shows, it's been tough to pick up the meow. I felt uh, I felt it was softer this time. There was clearly an audible loud meow. Very loud meow. Yep. Um, yep. There were fingernail lights. Yeah, this was this was the <laughs> song where we got our famous fingernail slash toenail lights. <laughs> we have a name for that one: fingernail toenail lights. Uh, so after the song, Steve gets up and leaves, and Al said, oh, yeah, Steve hates this next song. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, Steve went, he just walked off, and he started, like, walking off the stage very slowly. <laughs> and, and, like, Al just kind of looked at him, and it was, it was a funny moment. <laughs> it was great. Um, but interestingly enough, when Steve leaves the stage, 
usually Bermuda leaves the stage. And uh, we I talked think, about it in the last episode. Yeah, I think Bermuda is protesting that Al's not mentioning his name for leaving. So he did not leave again. And he sat at his drum set the entire song. And uh, Al turned to Al and he said, uh, we're going to do a power ballad. Acoustic power ballad in C sharp. Yep, in C sharp. And uh, they did You Don't Love Me Anymore. Bermuda stayed on the stage. Uh, I felt he was lit... Like maybe they were prepared for slightly it this time. better, slightly better, <laughs> slightly better. Still, still tough to see him. Yeah, it was still you know this you know uh, people are looking at Al. They're not you know so I guess Al you know during those parts he did turn to Bermuda and Bermuda like raised the sticks as if he was yeah, going to pretend to play. Tough to see, especially. It didn't really get a reaction no, from no, the audience. No reaction at all from the audience, uh, and I don't know if it was the fact that. Um, so, so I guess we talked about last episode. Bermuda was sort of doing like the fake out that Al used to do with the guitar, where it looked like he was going to play and then he would not play. Uh, and but it was hard to see for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, you know, Bermuda wasn't lit that well, and number two, uh, Bermuda is, is behind the set drums and also behind a plexiglass. Uh, right, and the cymbals are up. And near the cymbals are up, and, and and he's hard to see under normal circumstances. <laughs> yeah, let alone trying to set let up alone a joke. To set up a joke. So I don't, I don't know that. Uh, I didn't know that that played out as well as, uh, as, as it, it could have. The, yeah, I, I thought it, it was a little bit better the previous show. Um, and there was no anything. Bermuda did not hit the drums nope. or pedal or anything. Um, so so Al picked up his accordion again. He said that he's self-aware. You know, when you think of Weird Al, you think of nonstop sexual energy and gritty. <laughs> Raw new. American Blue blues, blues music. music. Yep. And we got generic blues, and I have to always point out now. Well, because... he said to Steve, Steve, got your mojo? And Steve said, yep. <laughs> and he said, all right, we're going to work on some generic, we're going to work some generic blues on you. Yeah, okay. Generic blues. And, and uh, there were blue lights. Blue lights. <laughs> right. So I have to point it out, and I don't remember saying this, but Blair says I did, so it's it's got to be true. Blair Freeman, <laughs> special guest. I don't think Blair he ever Freeman. said it was you. I think you just claimed that it was you. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember uh, him saying it was me. All right. But we'll see. Well, at least one of us. Somebody. It was a... Either an Ethan suggestion or a Dave suggestion. One of us suggested it, and uh, apparently we did, but we don't remember doing <laughs> it. But we're, we're we'll take credit for anything that we think we can get, take credit for. So uh, yeah, there's blue lights. <laughs> so you're welcome, Weird Al, for that wonderful suggestion from and Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird podcast. Blue lights. So blue lights really make the song. <laughs> and uh, Steve's glasses were off oh. again. Um, they were clipped on the uh, collar of his shirt. Hmm. And uh, during the part where uh, Al says, make it talk, um, have you witnessed this? Where uh, This is something I saw in uh, uh, some of the California shows where as he does it, it's different than the album version. It kind of progressively goes, goes yeah. higher and higher and higher. Yeah. Higher and higher and higher. And uh, did they do that song the previous night? Because I don't... Maybe uh, not. Probably not. No... Well, Al's, well, yeah, the Make It Talk... Well, Al, uh, that, during that part where <laughs> where Jim Kimo West starts going off the rails uh, with his uh, little guitar <laughs> bit, uh, Al was covering up his ears, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which was really funny. It and got really high-pitched. It did, yeah, it did. It was, it, was, it was definitely different than the album version of the uh, Make It Talk piece. And then Al said, okay, now make it shut up. Uh, Thought uh, Jim was uh, Jim was on this show. I thought Jim yeah. was doing it. Jim was doing great this show. Uh, Al said uh, he's still feeling a weird energy, 
And uh, he knows that the audience is probably thinking, come on, Al, it's the end of October. <laughs> when are you going to play Christmas music? That's right. And um, yeah, we, I, we, was, just, we just heard uh, Christmas at Ground Zero yesterday. Or, yeah, yesterday. Yep. So I felt that uh, pretty much felt this one coming once he uh, went into his bit about the Christmas yep. music. Yep. The night Santa went crazy. And uh, when he did the part about helicopters circling around in the sky, Al kind of swirled his fingers around. I don't oh, know cool. if he's done that before. Yeah, I don't know. That helicopter circling yes, I, around yeah, in the sky. Like, mine made like he was a helicopter. Yes. Um, so then uh, after that, uh, you know. So, yes, we were very close to the end of the show. People awed. <laughs> well, you know how the passage of time goes. <laughs> uh, so he said, I'm going to tell you a story about America. More specifically about a twine ball. <laughs> Not the biggest ball of twine. The biggest ball of twine was uh, built by a community of people working together in harmony. I hate that time ball, twine ball. <laughs> I hate that twine ball. Makes me sick. Twine ball makes me sick. That was great. Uh, it talks about how uh, Francis A. Johnson, Johnson yep. and the years he worked on it, which yeah, I didn't 19, write down. In 1950s to 19... 79 or something like that, yeah. Something like that. Uh, and how he rolled it <laughs> all the way to Darwin, to, Minnesota. And then uh, he said, and now it, it sits in an enclosure where literally dozens of people enjoy it. <laughs> Great. It's wonderful. Biggest ball, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota was our closing song for the evening. Uh, and I did, uh, did notice that... That uh, Steve had a big smile on his face during this song. He was having a good time up there. So uh, I uh, wanted to point that out. I didn't say it, but I was hoping for Biggest Ball of Twine. Were you? Just since we had seen Albuquerque. Yeah, we Albuquerque seen Albuquerque quite, uh, recently quite a bit. Yeah. I was I was actually happy to see. The, I was actually yeah. happy to get the Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. I remember too. when we saw Fred at the uh, rally show. Uh, she was surprised that it was Albuquerque. She's like, they just played Albuquerque the previous right. night in Atlanta. So Yeah, it feels um, like they've been doing Albuquerque quite a bit. Uh, Al got a standing ovation. Yes. Big one. Really. Uh, so the audience woke up for the standing ovation. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, it was kind of a light uh, uh, activity on stage yeah. tonight. Um, Steve was... was chewing on something. He was having a <laughs> snack or something. Um, I saw Bermuda kind of toweling his face and his glasses. And yeah, he really went off, like, off to the to side of the stage. Yeah. Like, almost like they don't leave the stage, but Bermuda was about as close as leaving the stage as you could get. Uh, yeah, it was kind of like he was cleaning his glasses a little bit, uh, and he picked up something off the ground at yeah. one point. And I'm I don't know exactly what it was. I'm not sure what it was, and he was examining it. Uh, Jim was, of course, sitting on stage tuning guitars like he usually does. Ruben, Steve, and Al were off on the side talking, and Al was uh, checking his phone as well. Yeah. Um, Al said, uh, decided to come back. Well, thanks, guys. We're going to do an audience request, and one, two, three, and everyone shouted, and he said, wow, it's almost Most unanimous. And an oldie, but I think we know this one. And uh, they played Give Me Some Lovin'. Give Me Some Lovin' by, by the... the what Spencer Davis Group? The Spencer Davis Group, Woo. a song that I'm not familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> well, once I played it, I I, I recognized it. I just did not know what the name of the song was or what group it was. So uh, I had to have our intern Frank check that up for me. But yeah, it, it was uh, "Give Me Some Lovin'" by the Spencer Davis Group. And, I uh, think they they have played it on this tour. Yeah, I've not at any shows I was at. Yeah, I have to imagine not any one that I was at. 
Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and they may have even played it on the last tour. I don't remember offhand. But yeah, uh, it was a. Uh, it was fun to hear. I, thought, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, it, it must have been on the last tour as well. Even though I did not know, did not know what the name of the song was or the group that was performing it, I did. I did enjoy the song. I did enjoy the cover song very much. And then uh, he said, "It was played in Knoxville, Tennessee." Oh well, there you go. I wasn't at that show. Me neither. And it was played. <laughs> now, now Frank's handing me all these notes. Played in Reno, Nevada. We weren't at that show. No. Uh, so that's why we hadn't heard it because it was played at two shows we weren't at. Oh. Well, that explains it. <laughs> All right. Glad uh, we got to the bottom of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this song we've definitely heard before. The next song uh, was played at every single show I've been at so far. Yeah. Um, having trouble. Um, I don't know if you had anything to say before I, I do. tell them what this I song do, is. I do, I do, um, uh, at the, at Near the end of uh, Give Me Some Love, and I saw Steve blow someone a kiss. So I'm not sure who he blew a kiss to. Uh-huh. Um, Interesting. And then Al said, if you're amenable to it, we've got one last thing for you. And I heard some guy in the audience yell, what's up, hot dog? Whoa. Which is, of course, the uh, the reference to Comedy Bang Bang I was alluding oh, to earlier. Yes. Um, the Al's tagline that was uh, provided by to him Scott by Ackerman. Scott Ackerman. And if Scott Ackerman's in the audience, Al will say it at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Well, um, he didn't say Al didn't say it, Al so, didn't say so it. I guess somebody Scott Ackerman was not there. But uh, <laughs> somebody in the audience picked up on that. Wow, I did. I missed that. That's wow. That's a deep cut. <laughs> it was wow. Uh, but yes, then of course they played um, the unplugged medley. Unplugged medley consisting of Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda, and the Yoda chant. And at some point, um, yeah, it was during Yoda. Uh, yeah, when uh, when when uh, they were um, when Al had the audience. Uh, yeah, dude. Now now you say it part where he holds out the uh, <laughs> the microphone to the audience and the audience sings Yoda with his glasses still off. Steve put his hands around his eyes, pretending to mime that he had uh, binoculars. binoculars on. Yeah, was... he was even adjusting them with his finger. Yes, it was <laughs> wild. <laughs> Steve was being extra silly, and I have uh, I decided that. The show officially ends where they do the jump at the end. Okay. So the show officially ended at ten oh one. Okay, I'll go with that. I wrote ten oh two, but I, I did. I didn't do at the jump. Yeah, I, I decided that, that is time. the official. All right. Okay. The, I, the tonight jump. I decided that after okay. thirty six shows. <laughs> well, I'm glad we had less than a week left in the tour. We, uh, we finally have a official end, something to signify the official end. Um, it was interesting, and we forgot to talk about this. In, in the rally show, but uh, uh, at the end of the show, you know, they, they take their bows, they, they uh, you know, show off the, you know, they uh, the guys thank the audience, they thank the guys g- gathered Steve, together and Steven, wave to the audience yeah. and stuff. But at both that rally and tonight, they, uh, they, t- they took a group photo together where they had their backs to the audience and uh, their fronts assuming to the official photographer. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and uh, and they, they took group photos. So I'm curious. Uh, this, I saw that at a couple shows. I know I saw it at the Kennedy Center. We saw it in Raleigh. Raleigh and uh, we saw it tonight. So I'm guessing they're doing a few of them just so they yeah. choose the one they like the best as their group photo. 
And uh, you pointed out to me, and I didn't notice this, <laughs> but you said, Steve, he's doing your hand signal. That's right. My hand <laughs> signal from the caricature. So, I, okay, I didn't Which, see it, but thanks, Steve. Your, your hand signal is very specific and very difficult to do. <laughs> yes, it's just true. waving with your hand. Yes, it's, 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 my, it's, my, it's my hand up. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, yes, it's, well, I, I'm sure Steve intentionally did it just for my, my, uh, obviously. Reference. Well, he used the binoculars and he saw you in the audience. He's like, oh, I better do Dave's hand signal. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> of course. Right, so I guess the show ended uh, and uh, we headed out. And um, I do have one thing to talk about. Um, as we were walking out of the uh, the venue, um, there was an ATM. Oh, yeah. <laughs> automated teller machine. And uh, and for some reason, it was painted with, I guess, I guess different people who maybe who have performed at the Berglund Center. But John Cena was on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Along with some other people. And, uh, of course, we did the joke where, oh, John Cena was on the top half. And I think maybe, I don't remember, was on the bottom half ballet or something like that. And Jackie said, oh, it's odd how they only painted the bottom half of the uh, <laughs> of the ATM. Because, of course, John Cena's catchphrase, you can't see me. Uh, but we should mention, and I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but John Cena actually follows our at 2000inch Twitter account. <laughs> now, the, the John Cena, not some like John Cena impersonator. This is at John Cena who follows our our official Twitter account. So very cool. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely cool. <laughs> and I don't think Weird Al even officially follows us on Twitter. So, uh, well, step up your game. Yeah. Step up your game, at Al Yankovic. <laughs> if at John Cena can follow us, then certainly uh, at Al Yankovic can follow I us. I know. Yeah. I mean, John Cena has more followers. Not. I'm just pointing out the, the <laughs> obvious. But, uh, <laughs> um, we're, we're glad to get John Cena's support. So from all of us here at Dave Neath's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast, a big shout out to John Cena, who we know is listening right now. And we know who cannot see us. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can see us because he follows us on Twitter. That's true. You can see me. Um, uh, and before we headed back to the hotel, I met up with... Uh, the great Jeremy Samples. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, before we left the the uh, theater, I did uh, fist bump uh, JW. Okay. Said hi to him. We waved and uh, told no, him we'll wave see to him at the rest of the shows. Yeah. And uh, got to meet up with Jeremy Samples, and uh, he had some nice gifts for us yeah. that he picked up uh, on the tour. So uh, poster and prom cards and um, a booklet yeah. from, uh, from one of the shows. So very cool. Uh, we love um, love love that stuff. Love yeah. that stuff. And Jeremy knows. And Jeremy's a great guy. And, and oh yeah, he he's always looking out for uh, us. Always looking out for he us. He picked up uh, a poster for me at, at one of the shows, and so uh, it was really good to see him and uh, catch up a little bit. And uh, started talking about. Um, I think he's going to at least two, if not all four, of those um, February shows. We started talking about that a little bit, and uh, it was good to see him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, you got to. I wave for Jeremy. Uh, and now it's now. And now it's now. Oh, well, we got. Well, I should point out because this is <laughs> rare for us. Um, the show ended at ten o two, which is early, and we are like, like I said, we are five minutes tops from the uh, venue. We were back at the hotel by ten thirty. Yeah, ten thirty. That is like. And then we started recording this right around eleven, and it's it's twelve fifteen now, which is like 
This is an early night for us. It is. This is an early night. But yeah, so this is uh, this one. But we do, well, I guess it actually works out well because we do have a long drive. We do. Yeah, it's like we have a like six, a six hour. hour drive from Roanoke, Virginia to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And that is like another six hour drive from Pittsburgh to yeah. Philly, which I didn't realize Pennsylvania was that big. Mm, I don't know if it's six, five, four to five, but yeah, it was. It's, it's still like, a long it's drive. At least five and a half. It's still a long drive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're heading to Pittsburgh next, and that'll be our next review. And this is, uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Well, I, let's, uh, I think it's time for me to, um, or no, I guess you you reveal your pick of the night. Oh right, I almost and forgot then, about the pick of the night. And Ooh, then I, I gotta look through my. I gotta look. I gotta pick. I gotta pick a pick, a pick of the night. I gotta pick a pick of the night. I had to pick your pick of the night. All right, well, I gotta pick a pick of the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the order is that. Uh, oh, I say my. I say you do pick yours first, yeah. and then we do my guess, right? Yep. Well, let me let me uh, look. Let me think about this for a second. Um, well, you had a couple options, a couple things that you pointed out um, for the show tonight. I know you were uh, hoping to see certain songs, and well, I did. All right, so all right, I'm going to go through my notes quickly. Uh, Dare to be stupid. Very, very. I thought that was cool to see that in the beginning. So I'll give that one a shout out. Um, <laughs> I will. Uh, of my own eyes, we talked about that prior, and I, it was one of the songs I wanted to see. Uh, for sure, I thought that was actually uh, a fun one with uh, with the clapping along for the forty five minute uh, power yeah. G chord and uh, the weird hand things that Al was doing too, and the, the lighting and strobes. Uh, you talked about wanting to see Bob because you, you love that music video so much. And... <laughs> well, no, I want to see Bob because I haven't seen Bob in a oh, while. Okay. Um, I think that was implied though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bob was one of them. Uh, Let Me Be Your Hog. Uh, one More Minute actually stood out to me a little. Uh, I thought that was a really good rendition of One More Minute. So that would be a contender. Uh, Let Me Be Your Hog was, was, was great to see. And that was another one I probably should have mentioned I wanted to see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, You Don't Love Me Anymore, I guess, for the Bermuda thing could be in there. Uh, uh, biggest Ball Twine in Minnesota. Another one that I didn't know I wanted to see, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I did actually, even though I did not know the name of it, I did like uh, "Give Me Some Lovin'" by the Spencer Davis Group. All that, but um, and the unplugged medley, the unplugged medley, unexpected. I'm sure. Actually, yeah, the unplugged medley was actually a really good one. Again, I, I think they're thinking after 130 shows or whatever <laughs> they're up to, they finally they finally figured that one out. It, it sounds good. Yeah, was this number 127 for them? I. Have no idea. I, I'd have to do the math, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it's time for Frank to play the music. Uh, so make right. sure you're ready, Frank. It's Dave's pick of the night. Dave's pick of the night is going to be because we talked about it because I actually I had been looking forward to seeing it because I hadn't seen it in a while. It is my own eyes. And do you have a second, like a a, a runner up, honorable mention? Um, I think I wrote down uh, an honorable mention. Oh, you did? So oh, okay. Uh, oof, uh, I don't know. Uh, I have a couple honorable mentions, but I don't know if I have a specific one. It was tough enough to pick out my own eyes as one. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll say it, and you tell me if you okay, agree. I'll tell you. Uh, so, Frank, you can hit my theme song. It's Ethan's Prediction of Dave's Pick of the Night. All right. It's uh, my prediction was my own eyes. Yay! And my prediction for your runner-up was generic blues. Oh, and with a bunch of question marks. <laughs> okay, I'm curious. Is that why a you, contender? I 
don't know that generic blues would have been in there. I don't know. I just I I personally enjoyed generic blues tonight. So I, probably, I yeah I, I was leaning more towards the uh, give me some loving or the unplugged yeah. medley as my second one. But okay. Well, well you got the first. You got the, yeah. you got the day's pick of the night correct, which is uh, which is the important one. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> so uh, yes, my another uh, notch to my winning belt. <laughs> I got it right. Um, we're as we mentioned heading heading out pretty early tomorrow, and we'll be in Pittsburgh. Um, I wonder if there's a furry convention again. Last time we were <laughs> in Pittsburgh for Weird Al was a furry convention happening down the street, and that was uh, that was definitely interesting seeing all the cool right. costumes. And um, yeah, we're going to Pittsburgh, and then. Heading to Philly, and then we're going to see Weird, the Iankovic story. Uh, we got a, a great week ahead of us. Uh, looking forward to it. That was Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Out Podcast. Ridiculously self indulgent bonus episode 40 centimeters. All right, here's my tweet. At Al Yankovic, how terrible that there was no Eat It played tonight at the Weird Al show in Roanoke, Virginia. I didn't know any of the songs. If only all of the interviews and advertising and tour name prepared me. I hope Weird Al doesn't read this and then talk about it on stage.